Now's the time to make sure your immune system is as strong as it can be and to build your natural immunity. It's time to empower your immune system. Empower supercharges your immunity because it's made from AHCC, one of the most powerful mushroom extracts to ever come out of Japan. It's been shown to enhance your immune protection by over 300%, and it has the robust research to prove it. Empower is my first go-to when it comes to immune support. I personally take it daily and prescribe it to my patients in need of immune support. And who doesn't these days? If you're looking for a way to supercharge your immune system protection and build your natural immunity, Empower is the solution for you. For more information to order, go to theharmonycompany.com. That's theharmonycompany.com. Or call 800-422-5518, 800-422-5518. Use coupon code HOFFMAN20 at checkout and get a 20% discount and free shipping. That's theharmonycompany.com for Empower. Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Today, we're going to talk about functional diagnostic nutrition and functional testing. Now, this is an important area within uh, integrative medicine because sometimes uh, we practitioners of integrative medicine like to use different types of tests than conventional doctors. Uh, we're going to talk to uh, an expert in this field. In fact, uh, he's the, the founder of FDN, Functional Diagnostic Nutrition. He is Reed Davis. He's a board-certified holistic health practitioner, and he's a certified nutritional therapist. He's founder of Functional Diagnostic Nutrition, and he has an FDN certification course with over 4,000 graduates in 50 countries, uh, looking for ways to better address sometimes uh, the complex, uh, uh, not obvious problems of their clients and patients. Uh, he served as the health director at a wellness center in Southern California for over 10 years. Uh, he is also on the advisory board of the American Natural Wellness Coaches Board and the American Association of Natural Wellness Coaches. Uh, we talked a little bit about uh, the role of uh, health coaches uh, a little later, but welcome, Reed. It's a pleasure having you on Intelligent Medicine. Thanks very much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Dr. Ronald. It's a pleasure be here, speak to the audience about uh, what you mentioned and anything else you want to discuss in the health space, I guess. We'll keep it right, there. Yeah. But, um, in, in your prelude enjoying, with me, it. in your prelude with yes, me, you sir. said that you were kind of a point and shoot expert that, you know, can address uh, many different kinds of health issues. So we'll get around to that. But I, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, the, uh, the limitations of uh, the conventional uh, workup and where uh, FDN uh, functional diagnostic nutrition and functional testing uh, can sometimes reveal uh, hidden health problems uh, that uh, are not addressed by conventional testing. So maybe, you know, start on that theme, you know, because we, typically what, you know, I'm a, an MD and, you know, the tools that we have available, you know, we have, uh, you know, we can do a CBC, we can do, you know, to look at blood counts, we can look at a so-called chemistry panel, you know, SMA18, you know, we can sometimes add here and there, like some hormonal tests, uh, but uh, it, it's pretty limited sometimes in disclosing the true cause of a patient's malaise. So, so what what does your type of testing reveal? 
Yeah, thanks so much. It's really important that people go, first of all, to their conventional or traditional or what I call standard medicine uh, to make sure nothing really, you know, uh, contracted is happening. Um, if you're going downhill fast, you need standard medicine. You need someone that can recognize that downward spiral and intervene with heroic type medicine, which, uh, you know, standard medicine is well known for. So in other words, if you come off a plane from West Africa and your temperature is 105 and you're bleeding from your eyeballs, you're not going to call your nutritionist. You know, you're going to go for the best standard care you, the, available. Go to you, the mean, you mean Ebola is not amenable to uh, homeopathic medicine or uh, diet modification? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And so the observations that we make, moving, you know, I'm going to tell you about the other labs. So there's other labs, but uh, to capitalize on the data, we need time. So in functional diagnostic nutrition, that's the name I, I gave. I'd actually been doing it for 10 years without giving it a name. And when I started teaching, I had to kind of name, well, what is it you teach? So I came up with that uh, that phrase, and uh, I've been I've been slammed for it ever since. Well, so uh, what, what is what does that uh, entail? So, for example, let's let's talk the adrenals. For example, uh, you know, okay. my schooling in adrenal function is there are three states of the adrenal. Way too high, in which case, you know, you're in serious trouble. That's uh, a, you know, adrenal hyperplasia, which causes very sky high levels of cortisol. And the patient can develop a stroke, high blood pressure. It's a it's a medical emergency. Then there's on the on the low end there's Addison's disease, and patients are completely exhausted, you know, debilitated. They immediately need high dose steroids, and then everything in between is normal. How does your approach differentiate from conventional medicine's uh, approach? Well, people could be considered normal from that perspective that they're not sort of failing these standard labs, but we can look. A little bit closer, correlate the test results with the person who feels like crap. So it's very difficult to tell a person who feels like crap everything looks normal because and, and because they're in between the range that you just spoke of, they would be called normal by standard med We'd say there's something dysfunctional, let's see what it is. And we look at more than just cortisol. For one thing, I think your listeners might be interested to know that cortisol is only half of the equation. That's the catabolic hormone. That's the hormone that helps your body break down. And it's supposed to. You're supposed to replace old cells with new cells. You catabolize. You have It's half of metabolism, catabolism, catabolic hormone, you know, which we could look at through cortisol. Now, the other half is the anabolic. It's the building up. So we always look at the two and find out that even though their cortisol might be, quote, unquote, normal to a standard position, guess what? It's out of proportion to the DHEA. So you're in a catabolic state. You want to be in a balanced state. So that's one of the first, you know, things we differentiate. Where are you? And guess what? When you explain that to someone, you show them their test results. By the way, we can use saliva, urine, wet urine, dried urine, and blood. But mostly we use saliva because it's convenient and affordable and easy to do in one's own home. And anyone can do it. You don't and need and to there's, be a there's an additional advantage to saliva, I have found, because, you know, the spit, so-called spit test, because... Isn't it true that there is what's called a circadian rhythm of your adrenals? It's a very, very uh, sharp deviation 
from what you might have, uh, you know, when the alarm clock rings or when you wake up on your own with the sunrise uh, versus what's supposed to happen when you're trying to get your Z's later at night. And, and that has a big impact on your mood, energy and ability yes. to sleep. You're so right. You can So you get this catabolic to anabolic balance and you find out that the circadian rhythm is off because you can do this test three, four, five, six times a day if you want. You wouldn't do that with blood. No one's going to go get a venipuncture in four times over a day, you know, morning, noon, afternoon, night. No one's going to do that. So the cool thing about saliva is it is, or the spit test as you call it, it's the bioavailable time-specific levels of cortisol. And you could look at DHA as much as you want there too. We just look at, we just compare the morning cortisol and DHA. But so now you have catabolic, anabolic balance. You have the morning, noon, afternoon, and nighttime. So with the simple saliva test, you're looking at a lot of data that could be instructive for that person. There's no cohorts in FDN. There's only in studies of one, one person. So. You know, we really spend a lot of time clinically correlating the test results. And I'm, I like the way you're, you're jumping in and, and getting more specific because uh, I talk in generalities a lot, depending on the audience. But, yeah, I love doing the circadian rhythm, catabolic to anabolic balance. And, oh, by the way, as long as you're testing and you, you're getting the samples, let's look at their, test, their testosterone, their uh, progesterone, their estrogens, the sex hormones. They're mostly derivatives of DHA anyway. And so now you've got the the catabolic anabolic balance, you've got the skating rhythm, problems there, you got the sex hormones, you got problems and imbalances there. And on the same saliva test, Doc, I don't know if you know this, we're looking at secretory IGA. So now okay. we're getting a window into the immune that, system. That that's because with high one. cortisol, yeah. Yeah, with high cortisol, you're driving down the immune system, you know, if you're stressed out all the time, those people have weaker immune systems. Why? Secretory IgA. I, I think that that's main- a test that a lot of our listeners are not acquainted with. So, uh, you know, we, we talk about immunoglobulins and there's several. I mean, if you have an I, high IgE, you, you know, you're very allergic or alternatively, yep. you may have parasites. If you have uh, a low IgG, you're very vulnerable to certain types of infections. Uh, and, but what is IGA? I mean, here in New York, it's a supermarket chain, or it used to be. I think maybe it's defunct. It got taken over the IGA. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, but, I haven't heard uh, that one in, in 10 years. Yeah. But, but so, <laughs> yeah, that dates yeah. me. But so what it, what is, it sometimes abbreviated SIG A, SIG A. So that, yeah, you could derive that from saliva. What, uh, what does that give yes. you a snapshot of? So it's a snapshot of the immunity in the small intestine, the gut, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And where is most of your immune system? It's in the gut. And what's the predominant immunoglobulin that, in other words, defense uh, molecules or chemicals? It's secretory or secretory, if you're from Canada, secretory IgA, immunoglobulin A. So there's, you know, A, D, E, and others, M. Um, uh, and, and we look at different ones for different reasons. But, man, on that same saliva test, and that's what I'm talking about, the convenience. You can get a lot of data. And you know what else we look at on that test is melatonin. We take that from the noon the noon saliva sample. So you get morning, noon, afternoon, night. You would look at the rhythm, but you could look at different other hormones depending on whether you want to look at them morning, noon, afternoon, or night. Well, let's, so let's, like let's, a, a let's high, double, let's double uh, click on, on cortisol, for example. So, okay. I mean, there, there's several scenarios, uh, you know, 
uh, it's kind of like Goldilocks, you know, too high, too low, just right. And so let's look at the example mm-hmm. that I see a lot in my New York patients, highly stressed, you know, they, they're holding down multiple jobs. You know, they're, they're trying to also, uh, you know, go out to a lot of entertainment. Uh, they're not sleeping a lot. Uh, they have high cortisol. It, it starts high, it stays high through the day, and it doesn't remit at night. What, what type of solution might you have for that? Because it's like, whoa, you know, you got to chill out. Maybe, you know, move to San Diego where you yeah. live and, you know, relax. <laughs> I was going to say the similar thing. Well, they must be from New York. They just need to change their ways, you know. So it's not so easy. But if your cortisol is highly driven and, re- and so it's your adrenal glands producing this cortisol, if they're responding appropriately to all that stress, well, then you might actually be in pretty good shape. You might be okay. able to coast for a while. But if you're starting to feel a downward spiral, if it's not working for you anymore, if you're self-medicating, if you're drinking a ton of coffee in the morning and then at nighttime you have to you have to uh, drink you know alcohol or something to relax, that's a sign. That's a symptom. That's a signal that something's wrong. So you may be you might be able to crank out high cortisol morning yep. after night, but not forever. And one day you're going to pay the piper. Mm-hmm. And so we, when we find that, we call that acute. You would call that acute phase yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, that person has to look at their life if it's causing them problems. If they say, hey, I used to be able to do this and it didn't bother me. Now I feel crummy and I'm self-medicating. Uh, well, let's take a look at it. So that's where the health coaching comes in. It, it that's not a like medical. What you're referring to, and you know, I'm sure you're aware of this in your training, is is this called this GAS, the General Adaptation Syndrome? It's a model by Hans Selye, which is like, okay, you can be stressed and you can adapt to the stress by cranking out more stress hormones, but you can only do it so long before you have to pay the piper, because eventually your adrenals get exhausted. And then you go to the next scenario, which is like, oh, my God, I checked this person's uh, cortisol and, and they're barely making cortisol. And oh, by the way, they're, they're coming in with a diagnosis of, of chronic fatigue syndrome or you know, post Lyme syndrome or fibromyalgia or vaccine reaction. You name it. I mean, these are exhausted people. Sure. Well, you know, you get exhausted people. There could be a lot of reasons why. And one of the first things we check are the hormones through the saliva testing, get that cortisol to DHEA, all the circadian rhythm, the sex hormones. You find out the same people have low testosterone, uh, especially staying up late at night. That's, that's not good for humans. And you'll end up with low, and then you have low libido. You can't put on muscle in the gym. So there's, you're, you're more than, uh, ready for an FDN practitioner. But again, if you go to standard medicine, they may look at your, um, CBC chem panels, differentials, and metabolic panels, and go, hey, it looks pretty good, not not too bad. Maybe yeah. your cholesterol is a little high because you don't eat right, and they want to put you on medication. And well, actually, they, the- they might default to the diagnosis of depression in that case. I, I see that very often. As they say, well, you know, you know, you're feeling oh, sure. kind of tired. You know, let's let's pep you up. You know, we'll give you effects or depressed. or something like that. You know, because. Uh, yeah. you know, uh, this is, this is a typical sign of depression. You know, you're tired all the time. You're complaining a lot, especially a woman. A woman who complains a lot is often considered, uh, you know, a kind of a hypochondriacal depressive. So they get, they get a medication. I'm just keeping my mouth shut on that topic. I'm well, I, I can, I, as an MD, I could critique my own profession <laughs> quite, uh, 
with impunity. You know, I, with impunity. Yes, so I, I agree. And I always look for the, the harmony, the way to work together. And that person, you know, by all, by, by all observers, you'd have to admit um, it's, their problems aren't from an infection or deficiency. You know, that, that's, there's no such thing as that. There might be deficient in something else, and it could just be exercise, sleep. It could be the right diet. It could mm-hmm. be, um, you know, they, they, should, they could take some supplements to supplement their bad diet, things like that. So there's lots of ways to go with uh, coaching versus diagnosing and treating specific things. What are some of your favorite treatments for, say, you know, let's take both cases like uh, in, on one hand, you know, high cortisol, excessive cortisol, really like a very like a stressed out person. Yeah, I know there's some lifestyle elements to it, but, uh, you know, like better sleep and meditation and stress reduction. But in terms of herbs or vitamins or supplements, and then on, on the other hand, uh, you know, for the person who really needs a boost to their adrenal function, what are some of the sure. options? And, and that's the more common scenario in our world because people with high cortisol, then they're still in pretty good shape. They're still, they're still fighting it. You know, they, they, they start to feel something's wrong. They usually start to self-medicate. If the symptoms get bad enough, they'll go get some real medication. But, um, you, most people come to us in the more fatigued or, uh, that sort of exhaustive state. And that's the ones that we can help the most because we can straighten out. Not just their hormones, but their immune system, their digestion, detoxification, energy production, nervous system balance. And so that's the system that if the end is, I don't want to sell my program or everything, but what I've noticed as a holistic health practitioner is if you don't work on everything, you know, working on one thing just to help enough. That's why people go from one doctor to another. They go from the gastroenterologist to the neurologist to the whatever it might be, endocrinologist for different looks at different problems and with different medications. And so we, as holistic practitioners, know that you can outperform that with a system that looks at multiple healing opportunities. This is a key phrase, multiple healing opportunities. There's lots of things going on. You don't need one diagnosis. You need to understand this, uh, I call it the hidden, H-I-D-D-E-N. I just told you what that was, hormone, immune, digestion, detoxification, energy production, nervous system, mm-hmm. H-I-D-D-E-N. As many healing opportunities as possible, doc. Then, do we treat one thing? No, they've done that already. They've already had one test for the gut. No, it's parasites. Let's get rid of them. You'll be fine. No, you won't. No, you won't. It's the terrain that matters and, and on and on and all the things, how you live. And so our formula for success, no matter what the condition is, is D-R-E-S-S. That's diet, right for their type, rest, exercise, stress reduction, and supplementation. So that covers epigenetics. It covers the things to do, not to treat one thing, but to treat everything. Nothing specifically, everything, non-specifically. So every cell, tissue, organ, system, entire organism is up-leveled. And it's because, again, diet, rest, exercise, stress reduction, supplementation, those are the things we have control over. Most people in our world have lived themselves into their problem, whether it be the blood sugar issues, the immune system issues, and all the things. I mean, we did get whacked with this little thing that went around a couple of years ago. But, but generally speaking, uh, it, it's, it's this 
uh, you know, whole constellation of healing opportunities and applying the principles of health building to every cell, tissue, organ, and system. So we look at the HIDDEN, we apply the DRESS principles, and people simply get better. It does require life changes, does require you to eat better, go to bed on time, do some more exercise or less. For some people, believe it or not, less exercise. And stress reduction runs the gamut of mental, emotional, psycho-spiritual, physical trauma, chemical exposure, uh, biochemical issues and imbalances and things. And then, of course, supplementation because food isn't high quality like it used to be when my grand – I grew up in Canada, even though I've been in California 30 years. Both my grandfathers grew their own food. Hmm. I ate some really good food as a kid. I think it's – I don't look 90, do I? No, not a day over. Not a day over. <laughs> no, I'm I'm 70, but you know, a lot of the longevity and the youthfulness comes from uh, when I was young. Everything was organic. Everything was real rich in minerals and vitamins and essential fatty acids and antioxidants and um, all the other things, trace elements, phytonutrients. So anyway, so we we know what DRESS should be. It's how can you get each individual to actually do it, that is where the health coaching comes in. There, in, in lastly, there, in our book, there's no, here, take this for three months and we'll retest. It's here. This is what we recommend you do for three months. We're willing to work with you during that time period um, as long as you keep following the program. And if we have to start repeating ourselves, then program's over. In in regard to adrenal function, there are a lot of what are so-called adaptogens. Can you can you speak to those? Because that's the S I think in the in the in the paradigm that you just uh, uh, mentioned. So these are helpful to. um, They won't reverse anything. You need to find out what the stressor is. You can't supplement your way out of your health problem if you don't also eat right and go to bed and rest. And by the way, you can rest during the day. You can do things, as you mentioned, the meditation, power naps, lots of things that have been. The exercise goes without saying. It's kind of not exercising is the new smoking ever. And and the stress reduction could be more than just that you're eating crappy food. That's stressful. But the air you breathe and the electromagnetic frequencies and just on and on and on. Physical aches and pains, which is my personal you know, I've got a well-used body. So sports injuries and extreme sports injuries and motorcycles and all kinds of things. I, I have a well-used body. So so pain is also a stressor. And so um, the way to – adaptogens only are effective when you know that, hey, they're just there for a little boost. They can – there's two ways to look at it. One is to uh, extend the half-life of cortisol, like licorice root does that. Mm-hmm. Because when you have real low cortisol, you could be tired. You're not responding appropriately. You could have blood sugar problems. Most of our clients do. And so you may want to extend the half-life of cortisol. There is ways to shut it down, but we don't recommend that very much. It's more find out what the stressor is mm-hmm. and, and lower. Phosphatidylcholine uh, can lower your um, cortisol. But why would you do that? Just find out why it's high. It could be high. And this is another thing that's cool. And stop me anytime because I will go on. You know, when you have high morning, 
that's normal. You yeah. you want high you want, blood you, That's get, your wake up call. That's your net. That, yeah, you otherwise you wouldn't get out of bed. You just get turn over and you know pull a, pull a, the covers over your head, right? Yeah, you might have to go make someone breakfast or <laughs> yeah. something like that. But in the morning, you want the cord. Now by noon, it should have leveled off. You know, lowered just a little bit. Yeah. But what if it's real high at noon? That's not normal. Why would it be high at noon? Well, you could have got slapped around in the morning, uh, physically abused. You could be eating something that you're sensitive to. You could have a parasite, bacteria, fungus, virus that's driving the cortisol. Uh-huh. Things like so. We love looking at that rhythm, and we right. try to figure out. It's like being a health detective. So, so why I is appreciate it so high what, read, read what I appreciate yeah. about what you're saying is, you know, I'm soliciting, you know, like, you know, what kind of uh, pill can you take? You know, conventional doctors prescribe pills, and integrative doctors prescribe their pills. What you're saying is that. Yeah, okay, these these things, these supplements may help, but they cannot substitute for uh, integral lifestyle changes that address uh, the imbalances that you find in in the testing so that, you know, sleep, uh, environmental uh, toxins, uh, diet, exercise, uh, too much or too little. Uh, all these can figure into uh, an imbalance. Sure. Yeah. And that, so, Let me- yeah, go ahead. Let me give you a really quick case study that happened 20 years ago, which taught me a lot that I was on the right track. Can, can we tease to part two? Can we tease to part two? Because our listeners yes, know sir. we divide yes, our sir. podcast into two parts. And I want to hear that uh, case study. Uh, coming up, uh, we'll talk about uh, you know a case study that kind of illustrates uh, the principles of uh, FDN, uh, functional diagnostic nutrition. Uh, our guest is Reed Davis, a board certified holistic health practitioner. Uh, and uh, developer of uh, this paradigm, which you know is is really kind of embodies uh, essentially the uh, integrative medicine approach to uh, health challenges. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast.